turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. One of the reasons why it is essential that Republicans get control of the House and the Senate via the midterm elections, is so that we can get some answers to what is right now a, uh, well, it's a snowball rolling downhill, and it's only going to get bigger, and I'm afraid be an unstoppable snowball if the Democrats can forestall congressional oversight into what has gone on in so many areas. COVID, we were lied to about COVID, we were lied to about vaccines, how many people lost their jobs. We were lied to and are being lied to on a daily basis about the southern border. Listen to this. Like, for instance, the U.S. Open tennis is going on right now, and I lost, like, touch and interest with tennis a long time ago. But I know enough about it to know that the best male tennis player in the world is no Novak Djokovic. And I'm a, I apologize. I don't know exactly where he's from, but he's not from America. Okay? So he's unable to get into America. Because he refuses to be vaccinated. Because he would fly into America to get to America. So he cannot fly into America. So he cannot play in the U.S. Open because he's not vaccinated. Now, there is a way that he could play in the U.S. Open, of course, if he would go to Mexico and walk across the border with his tennis racket in a bag on his back. Then he could just walk in. Uh, This led to this. Exchange yesterday at the White House between Peter Ducey and the uh, glass ceiling breaking press secretary, Karine Jean-Bierre. How is it two different things? Somebody unvaccinated comes over on a plane. You say that's not okay. Somebody walks into Texas or Arizona unvaccinated. They're allowed to stay. Why? But that's not how it works. Like, we actually, no. I know that that's not what you guys want to happen, but that is what what is happening. But that's not, it's not like somebody walks over and (laughs) that's not, that's That's not how. That's exactly what's happening. We, Thousands of people are walking in a day. Some of them turn themselves over. Some of them are caught. Tens of thousands a week are not. That is what is happening. She is so bad at her job. Because there's no way Jen Psaki would have let Peter Ducey say those things, even though they are 100% true. And Bill Malusian, the Fox reporter on the border, tweeted that particular interchange and said this, my colleague Peter Ducey is 100% correct. That is exactly what is happening at the border. Not sure how many more videos we have to show multiple times a day to get this point across. And that doesn't even account for the more than half a million gotaways who slipped through since October 1st of last year. So, We've got to win the midterms because we get congressional oversight on COVID. We get congressional oversight on the border. And we're going to get congressional oversight on Hunter Biden and the FBI. And the FBI in particular. We're going to get it on Mar-a-Lago. Now, I think we can overdo Mar-a-Lago. And I wish we'd never talk about Mar-a-Lago until the midterms are over. Because every time we talk about Mar-a-Lago, 
it gives the Democrats a shiny thing to distract independent voters from on the midterms. They're not thinking about gas prices. They're not thinking about inflation. They're not thinking about the ripoff and unconstitutionality of student loan forgiveness. They're not thinking about the feckless, impotent withdrawal from Afghanistan. They're not thinking about any of those things if you give them the shiny flag of Donald Trump to wave. Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans have made their choice to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. But we've chosen a different path. Forward, the future, unity, hope, and optimism. See, that's a lie. They haven't chosen unity, hope, and optimism. Unity? There's no unity, you idiot. There's no hope when people fear you doing to them what you did to Trump at Mar-a-Lago, and particularly since you're being open about, what, increasing the IRS's budget by a factor of five and hiring 87,000 new agents and training videos leak out of them armed And accosting people over what? Your own personal Gestapo like Lois Lerner and the IRS were under Barack Obama? There's no hope with you in control, with you talking about fascism, when you, without going to Congress, unilaterally just write off a half a trillion dollars in debt. And then you equate it to the Paycheck Protection Program which was voted on by Congress. You misportray forgiving student loan debt with the stroke of your pen without ever putting it in front of Congress and say it's the exact same thing as PPP, which was in law sanctioned by Congress and the Senate. It's not the same thing. It's not remotely the same thing. And then you're going to have the audacity to come on national television on Thursday night and every bootlick network out there ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN is going to run what is a partisan political speech where you're going to once again demonize half of America as being anti-democracy. I am anti-democracy. I'm pro-republic. I'm anti-mob rule. And that's what you want. That's what you wanted when you had Antifa out there burning down businesses. When Oh, Don't congregate. It's COVID. Oh, but you can peacefully protest with Molotov cocktails and murder people who go out to try to guard their friends' stores like you did David Dorn in St. Louis. So this is why we need congressional oversight as I get control of my passion. But this is what Trump allows them to do. And Trump's presence on the political stage allows them to do. To hide the ball to distract voters and more dangerously for the outcome of the midterms, awaken Democrats. You think Democrats are passionate about, oh, I think the border's fantastic. You know, I think Afghanistan, we nailed that withdrawal. Uh, Sexualizing our kids? Yeah, what's the problem? You think Democrats really feel that way? Most Democrats, I know independents don't. You know independents don't. They're going to sit at home demoralized or unwilling to endorse the policies of this administration. Except when the alarm clock in their head blares, here comes Trump again, here comes Trump again, here comes Trump again. 
it is beyond my understanding how the Republican Party cannot see that bringing back somebody who has an unimpeachable political legacy by being the sole reason we got rid of Roe versus Wade. That is Roe versus Wade. That is Donald Trump's legacy. It is a legacy that eclipses the legacy of almost every other president in my lifetime. And it's not enough. Because the 2020 election, and he feels like he got cheated, and he did get cheated. And I get it, but we really need him to put the country ahead of the personal vindication. And I understand it can't be easy to lose to a moron like Joe Biden and go down in history with that. But I will tell you, if Donald Trump runs in 2024, he will lose, and he will lose by a bigger margin than he did in 2020. And if any other Republican runs, Ron DeSantis, Tom Cotton, Nikki Haley, whoever it is, any other one runs, they will win. They will. Donald Trump is the only Republican nominee in 2024 that can lose the election. The only one. I don't like saying it. I'm a huge supporter of his policies. I think he was a transformative president. I would love to see him as president again. And I can't even begin to explain, other than it's Trump derangement syndrome, why he so invigorates the left. But it is inarguable that he does. And I'm not the only one who thinks so. Brett Hume tweets, Republicans need to understand that while Trump motivates a significant segment of the GOP base, he motivates all of the Democrats' base and a large portion of independents who might otherwise vote GOP. Ben Shapiro. We don't want to talk about Biden, the economy, our perversion of the education system, or Afghanistan. Let's talk about Trump. Republicans say, great idea, let's talk about Trump. But why are Republicans losing momentum? The mystery wrapped in an enigma. And we had the FBI agent who orchestrated this whole Russia collusion hoax and who hid Hunter Biden's laptop. That FBI agent was walked out of FBI headquarters late last week because he had to retire in disgrace. And nobody's talking about it. Because Trump! 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 I have been an observer of the uh, letters to the editor page on the Columbus Dispatch for a long, long time. Uh, Today is a historic day. Uh, The headline on the letters to the editor column is always, in my recollection, reflective of the very first letter to the editor that the dispatch publishes. Uh, But not today. Uh, Today, the headline has to do with the second letter that they published, which is about how Republicans are uh, afraid they are out of touch. Which in keeping with their political bias at the dispatch. Um, I'm actually shocked that they published letter number one, which is not in the headline, but which is worth me reading to you. It comes from Michael Ozer of Columbus, and he writes, How stupid we were. My wife and I are chumps. We and our families made economic and life choices to put ourselves through college and professional school. We did the same for our daughters. How stupid we were in believing we should stand on our own economic feet and not count on the government to excuse our tuition payments. 
a sucker is born every minute, and we were born in that minute. Uh, Very well written, Michael. And uh, I'm not surprised that the dispatch did not headline it, uh, but I am surprised that they ran it. Now, I leave you today with a uh, story that certainly deserves to be retold in a Netflix documentary uh, or perhaps uh, an Amazon biopic. Uh, Producer Pam, are you aware of the uh, existence of the Bucyrus Bratwurst Festival? Yes. Have you been to said Bucyrus Bratwurst Festival? Not this year, but ever. I might have been as a young person. Our mm. marching band went to a lot of festivals. Mm, well, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've I've attended the Bucyrus Bratwurst mm-hmm. Festival. I've just had a Bratwurst. I didn't have like Bratwurst flavored ice cream or yeah. a Bratwurst flavored <laughs> cupcake or anything else. Uh-huh. But there's a bunch of drama going on around the uh, recently completed Bucyrus Bratwurst Festival. Uh-oh. Now and what? It has to do with the what we thought would be reigning queen of said Bratwurst Festival, who was crowned at the end of the 2021 festival and was supposed to serve here a few weeks ago. Uh, but she did not. Her okay. name is Abigail Brockwell. And she was stripped of her crown and dethroned (gasps) of uh, all her royal trappings by festival organizers who who have retained legal counsel. Now, this is where I thought it might get, you know, a little Mm sordid, but it appears that Abigail Brockwell uh, did nothing more nefarious than attend a luncheon hosted by another festival. Dun, dun, dun. Which is, (laughs) thank you for the dramatic effect, (laughs) which is in violation of the Bratwurst Festival's oh, instructions, according really? to a letter from board president Adam Heinlein. That's okay. They can have their own rules. I have no problem I with it. I guess they can. But uh, there seems to be some debate about whether or not uh, Miss Brockwell did violate the standards of the Bratwurst Festival, as they allege. So mm. the whole thing uh, involves her attending... As I said, other festivals. She asked if she could go. It's a good okay. move. Okay. It's always better to get. Well, I, personally, I always ask for forgiveness rather than permission. But she she asked for permission. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was told that she could go to other festivals, uh, provided she did not represent herself as a Bratwurst Festival representative and did not wear her. Okay. Now, this is where it gets a little okay. dicey on the mm-hmm. on the pr- uh, pronunciation. Did not wear her dirndl. You know what a dirndl is? I don't know what a dirndl is. Prepare to be educated. Okay. A dirndl uh-huh. is some kind of a traditional dress worn in Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and oh. other regions of Europe. Okay. Okay, so it's yeah. an authentic Alpine costume. costume. Yes. Right. Gotcha. Consists of a bodice. Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Bodice, a blouse, a full skirt, and an apron. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if wooden shoes are a part of the ensemble or not. But well, that's anyway. the Dutch. Okay. That's not the German. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so the dirndl. She can't okay. wear her official Bratwurst Festival dirndl, her crown, or her sash. She was just supposed to wear regular clothes. Okay. So she went to said competing festival and did not wear her dirndl. Mm-hmm. And the festival in question was the Baltimore Festival on August the 6th. Is that the... Is that the Sweet Corn Festival? No idea. Wait, no. August. Sweet Corn Festival is later. Never mind. So August 6th, Baltimore, Ohio. Apparently there's some kind of a festival there. I'm sure it's fantastic. I've Mm -hmm. never heard of it or been. But she attended the Queen's Luncheon, not in her dirndl. Okay. And apparently she had a friend there who'd been a 
friend of hers, and she wanted to go and support her. Mm-hmm. The problem becomes that the Bratwurst Festival, in addition to having a queen, also has a Bratwurst princess. I was going to say or, maybe even a court. Or yeah. princesses, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And some of them are designated as the official Bratwurst Festival representative at Sh- other festivals. Okay. All right. And so, I'm following along here. Okay. Yep. So, so one of these Bratwurst princesses was to attend this festival and did attend this festival in her official approved capacity. Okay. And the uh, official stat- uh, the official view of the Bratwurst Festival Committee is that by attending this other festival, the queen diminished the impact of the official Bratwurst princess. Even though she wasn't in her official garb. Apparently she was in just a nice black dress. Hmm. So, Wow. uh, That is what led to it. Uh, So here's the letter to Miss Brockwell, the no longer Bratwurst Festival queen. says she violated contract rules requiring her to wear... Uh, a now this seems like an entrapment to me. I'm okay. not a lawyer. Don't get sure. me involved in this. I don't want bratwurst, you know, thrown no. at me. <laughs> the letter given to Brockwell on August 8th states she violated contract rules requiring her to wear a dirndl, an apron, crown, and sash for all appearances, and broke another rule by being seen in photograph with a cell phone in her hand. So she asked for permission to go. I was going to say she was not. She was given permission she, to go, not in her dirndl. She went in a black dress and in so doing was not wearing her official costume. But and she was holding a cell phone. Well, who, who, we got to hold a prayer vigil for her. Does it say her who the gave phone. her permission mm, to go no. and not be in costume? Does, I, wow. If it did, I missed it. Man. Another rule states that the royalty travel chairperson is to handle travel arrangements and that attendance of events must be approved by the royalty committee advisor. Maybe she asked the wrong person or something. Sounds like it. Is anyone shocked that... Man, this, this serious this, drama in I'll just Cyrus. say, it seems like it's probably a good thing that Meghan Markle was never elected Bratwurst Festival Queen. Can oh you imagine goodness. her sense of entitlement and the uh, conflicting, it appears to me, and again, not a lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, the conflicting situation here with don't wear the dirndl, but then whatever you wear, since it's not a dirndl, and you're required to wear a dirndl everywhere you go oh my as the Bratwurst Festival Queen. That's but she confused. said, I don't, I, you're not allowed to go as the Bratwurst Festival Queen. So maybe somebody in Bucyrus, which we, we reach Bucyrus yep. on uh, the yep. powerful 98.9 signal. Maybe up, somebody up there can straighten this out for us. And if you're going to go to all that trouble, the least you could do. Is bring Pam and I a couple of tasty bratwurst. Uh-huh. Don't you think? Sure. For our trouble talking about the festival, the recently completed festival. Trolling for food. There you go. Okay. There you go. That's the bright side of life today. <laughs>